I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everybody, before we start the episode, just letting you know that uh, Angus and I are going to be appearing this Friday night at uh, a little night called Comedians Talk Over Movies. That's right. Uh, forget about those days that we used to talk over each other while we were recording this. Now we're talking over movies you're trying to watch. We're doing it with Hey Fam alumni, Jen Fricker. That's right. And the film will be the 1996 Trainwreck, The Phantom, starring Billy Zane. Trainwreck or some word that rhymes with trainwreck that isn't necessarily a trainwreck? Because for some reason I have warm thoughts towards this movie. Well, look, I was 11 when I saw it originally. I'm not watching it before we do this. I'm going in fresh, also because I'm very poor with time management and have no time to do so. Um... It's going to be the Golden Age, which is in Sydney. It's near Central Station for those regional folk. Uh, or if you're flying in from out of state, it's near Central Station. The last Great time cinema. I watched this movie was on a laser disc. I had to wow. like, I had to turn it, put another laser disc on. Why don't through. we determine at which point is thematically and also technically the middle point when we watch it again at the cinema and just try and figure out when you had to flip this disc? Man, if you listen to this and, you, and you're going to be there on fire night, you are in for a treat when that happens. Yeah, uh, um, shot on location to the Gold Coast. It's about the only other thing I remember. So, uh, yeah, if, if you're free this Friday, please come see us uh, talk over the there Phantom. There's some tickets left. It's selling out fast. It's going to be hilarious. Uh, the, the, the Golden Age website is ourgoldenage.com. Yeah. That sounds right, right? Yeah. Should I look that up quickly? No, it is that. It is cool. Yeah. Ourgoldenage.com. Our Golden yeah. Or just Google Golden Age Sydney. Yeah. Again, okay, cool. So much easier. <laughs> um, ourgoldenage.com.au, Angus. Oh, he got it right. Fucking lucky, lucky I, I looked it up. Um, anyway, um, see you on Friday if you're not a cunt. Hey, everybody. This is Artie's Hey Fam. Enjoy your morning. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam, coming to you live and direct from the best sports bar in Sydney. That's right, gang. We're at Family Ding Dongs. Family Ding Dongs. It is unlimited ribs, unlimited beers, and definitely unlimited hot takes. Actually, you gotta, we got to give a shout out to uh, was it eight seven one or something? Or whatever the fuck it's called. Sports bar. It's and sports grill. bar. Sports bar. It's the sports. Let's just call it sports bar. It's Everyone sports knows bar. what we're talking about. They, yeah. got, they got Blue Moon on tap here now. This is Blue Moon is a beer that I had at Dodger Stadium and one of those big tall glasses with a slice of orange. So it's a Californian beer. Uh, it's a Belgian style white, white beer. So it's yes, very, it's very delicious. <laughs> yeah, uh, nice. Does yeah. Uh, do we know if Sports Bar continues the tradition of the citrus slice? They do. I, oh I, wow! I confirmed that the, uh, the the bartender here. She's from. Uh, from Florida, and she so confirmed it. So we can put it. a Dodgers game up on one of these 60 screens. Have you uh, really enjoyed Dodgers game? Uh, no. I went, and it's really the coolest thing about it is they have like uh, Californian celebrities popping up on the big screen cheering on the Dodgers. So, so like, like you're Larry like, David oh no, while Snoop he's Dogg, living in LA. Snoop Dogg will come on and be like, let's go Dodgers. That's so <laughs> like, great. It's real great. From the audience? 
Oh no, you mean that they've pre-shot like, like, this stuff? Pre-shot, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like dumb jumbotron story where they spot celebrities and they're like, and it looked like Jack Nicholson of the Lakers and shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's a particular like you know massive Dodgers fan celebrity. I, fan. I don't know enough about the sport, sadly. Sorry for those who do. Um, it was a good. It was a good day at the Dodgers game, though. Real yeah. fun. Did I had a hot dog, drank some beers. You had the, the yeah. hot dog? Yeah. Good dog? Good dog. Nice doggy. Anyway, my name is Andrew Levins. His name's Angus Truscott. We are HeyFam. And uh, this week is the last week before we uh, die, before we kill ourselves uh, on next week's podcast. Yep, that's right. But and um, why are we dying next week? Nah, JK, everybody. Oh, wow. I was Death. like, shit, I didn't actually get this email. I'm like, yeah, little, uh, we're going to kill ourselves next week. Didn't oh, you? that's right. We said uh, 86 episodes in, we'd die. Um, we know we're very, very close to ending the run of uh, Entourage episodes that we've yeah. named the, uh, the yeah. podcast after. Now, we're, we're, we're going to have to have many an hour discussion about what we do for a naming convention. Do we pick up another series or do we start doing the conventional thing and just literally saying what the episode's about? That's 10 episodes away, guys. Before we worry about that, next week is the first official week that all of our Patreon rewards and goals and stuff come into play because... Uh, at the end of each month, everyone that's pledged a little bit is of money really? to us. Yeah, yeah. The end oh, of so each, it's the end of each month. It's not on a month. monthly cycle. Yeah, they, they, sure. give, they give us a bunch of... They dump a bunch of cash into our... Big dumb cash. Who's ever PayPal account is, is like linked to the account. Can we just get the cash taken directly to our favorite tattoo parlor of choice so we can start getting shit tattooed on our foreheads? Well, we have to because that's, one of, that's one of our rewards. That's all the money is going to. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you've pledged um, and you can... If you have not pledged yet, make sure you head over to patreon.com slash heyfam. And uh, check it out. It's literally which gone better than I ever thought it would have. Yeah, like, it's gone amazing. We've I hit love the HeyFam gl- audience. I'm so enamored. I'm, I can't believe it. It's really warming. Yeah, it's really People cool. give a shit. We've hit the, uh, the four of our, our goals so far. We had eight, right? Um, something like that. We've yeah. hit four of them. And, uh, this is probably my favorite goal that we've hit. Yeah, so um, as of last week, we now um, have. We'll start, uh, should we start from the bottom? We have to do a mailing list. Yeah, we have, we have to do a mailing list. ICQ called. It wants its email address, login, and password back because we are doing. It the way we used to do it. I think he wasn't. Does it have a mailing list function? No, but it just seems like a precursor Uh-oh. to uh, instant Uh-oh, messaging. Oh, Angus fucked up. Uh oh. Yeah, that's seriously <laughs> what it would do. Um, are we going to do Mailchimp? We're going to have to do a Mailchimp. We'll chimp? do Mailchimp. Yeah, that's right. That's the podcast. That's mailing a two-year-old list. serial joke, right? Yeah. A three-year-old serial joke, right here. I don't even remember how it goes. Like Mail Mailchimp. I've been... actually used Mailchimp. Mm. Great, great podcast, everybody. I love true crime. I don't know if you know that about me, but of the two Hey Fam hosts, I'm the guy who loves his true crime. And I got two kids. <laughs> Psych, it's the other way around. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so we've got to do a mailing list. We've got to do um, private chat, which we've already done. Pri- we've got a private chat and a Q and A Q&A episode. We're going to go literally live. Literally, we're going to go live once a right, month. We're going to go live. And we're going to do a commentary. Chat, we, we promise. We're going above and above beyond already. We promised a daily hot take from us. Tell you what, you're getting close to 50 hot takes an hour sometimes if you catch us. You're in definitely a getting, mood. yeah, I don't know, what, what $4 a month gets you into the. the We're uh, over delivering, hey if anything. We've got a lot of hot learn takes to Facebook uh, chat, which is, is people are texting, people that don't really know me from my other podcasts are like, like messaging me going, hey, I hear your, um, your HeyFam chat's real lit. I'm like, yeah, it is. We might have to up it and switch it around as a different reward. No way. Reward. No, I reckon it's, just, it's like this beautiful thing. Costs $4 a month. I don't yeah. know what that. Uh, over a stretch over thirty days, what is what's thirty I've into met four? Three people in the two people in the chat, no three. Three. You, the egg, <laughs> and someone else. It's great. It's like chatting to strangers. It's real good time. So, 
I just did four times 30 instead of four divided by 30. I'm not good at maths, everybody. But for the uh, 13 cents a day is all it costs for you to join the HeyFam Hot Takes Club. I mean, look, that's, that's my favorite award, I think. Because it's, it's, it's been such a great reward, way to communicate yeah. with everyone who listens. There's like, I don't know. Like, I think sometimes you and I speak on there more than we do on our regular chat. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the next reward that we've hit already is the um, HeyFam live commentary. Oh, sorry, commentary. We're going to do a commentary once a month. At the beginning of next month, we're going to decide what that is. And the Patreon, uh, you lovely patrons, will get first choice as to what horrific film you choose to torture us by. Uh, I've heard some stinkers get thrown around. I'll tell you what, we're going to need a lot of those, I think, that yep, night. We're going totally to need, agree. I'm going to call in sick ahead of work because uh, we're going to be blackout drunk. We have to do some of these movies. I think that, like, the two leading the charge are the Suicide Squad. Extended edition. Extended edition and uh, Pixels. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of hoping it's pixels. Yeah, me too. Just I really. Just because we haven't seen it, and at least <laughs> on a base level, we'll be seeing something different for the first time. At least we can always say while we're watching pixels, at least we're not watching Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad extended edition. And the worst thing is, at least if we were even watching Suicide Squad, we could say at least we're not watching Suicide Squad extended edition. If you're watching extended, <laughs> it doesn't edition, get worse. There's than no this. way out. You're literally like, well, this is it. This is the worst. And so, like you know, if you thought, holy shit, that's a lot of content that Levin Zangus have got to put together now, um, then strap yourself in because we just hit our next goal. Which Wait, is- what's that I hear? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Remember when we used to start every episode of this by saying, "Hey, fam," or oh, I did. Hey, I know you did too, I think. Yeah, we both did. We'd do uh, call and response. Beautiful. Beautiful harmonies. Um, we are going to record the sequel, <laughs> part two, to um, our entourage. I'm getting entourage. stuff the street weekly still about this. I'm getting people around and going, Angus, when are you going to conclude what happens on the Gold Coast with Vinny Chase and the Baby I don't know what happened, but we ended on a cliffhanger. They're when shooting probably that, no, Young Einstein, the remake <laughs> at the Gold Coast on location. We haven't even asked all the cast if they want to come back and, uh, and do the voices. Oh, I you was... know what? When I actually got them to do that night, there were some NDAs. Uh, it's oh, like, good. Yeah, I'll see you in court, Tom Tilly, if you do not reprise your role as Tom Tilly. But uh, go back and listen to our live episode from 2015. We recorded a, uh, a, a, the first part of an Entourage episode. In I think which it was the entire second act of the, the, the Yeah, of our live episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, our, all the Entourage boys go to the Gold Coast. It was my life, I think. I think at that point, I put a firm close on chapter one of Angus Trusker. Turtle hooks up with Bindi Irwin. That's right, because <laughs> Tommy Dasselow was playing. Um, uh, Turtle Yeah And uh, Nakia Louie Was playing uh, Bindi Irwin I mean These are the (laughs) All these people Are now important figureheads In Australian media Except for us too (laughs) 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 Louis McCurdy Was Vinnie Chase Oh It was something He's not even in Australian media anymore He moved to He moved to London mate He's now working For the London Times (laughs) (laughs) He's running that He's the new Murdoch so, uh, yeah, um, head over to patreon.com slash heyfam if you want to uh, help us somehow achieve another two goals in the next week. That would be insane. And we'd also, we would, I reckon it's ha- possible. I'd have to quit a job. I'd have to quit, quit my freelancing bullshit. So I, could, I, I would love that, actually. You quit the freelance job? I'll quit, I'll quit everything so I can only do heyfam content. Yeah, seriously. I reckon we could do it. Get, get used to me, Garang, motherfucker, because I'm living off Patreon money. Um, so today on the show, we're going to be uh, talking through part two of our, um, last week we started going through every console that we've bought mm. and what we bought when we got that console. It was deeply psychologically, uh, I would say, oh, it's almost like when you go to a massage and you feel a bit lighter afterwards and, you know, it was almost... Getting something off your chest. Yeah. This weight off your shoulders. Yeah, it was nice. It was a good trip down memory lane. So we uh, made it up to 2003. We're going to head. do all the consoles that we bought from 2003 Two years after those towers fell and the world was still very different. And it was only four years out of uh, GFC happening. I mean, four or five years. I mean, this was, you know, a hotbed of 
you know distrust? that my life could have been way more different had the GFC not happened? Why is that? I got funded. Or I, I got told that I would be funded to start a um, an artist management company and label, record wow. label. Who told you this? Uh, I, won't, I won't name names, but let's just say they, uh, at the time, were running a very successful street press and uh, were managing some very successful Australian artists. Interesting. Saw me, a little young gun, managing a bunch of up-and-coming artists, DJing. Muscles. Fingers in all the pies. Um, holy shit, I got sent a muscle song, but I'll get to this in a minute. Um, fingers in many pies. And uh, I, uh, like, you know, I got sent to America and went on all these meetings, all these people, all these different lawyers in oh entertainment God. and different label heads and you? management. Like, uh, like 20, 23, I think. Yeah, wow. Um, when, was, when did the GFC go down? 2008. I, I was 2003. 2008. Yeah, I was 23. Yeah, wow. um, and uh, then I came back. And the GFC fucking happened while I was in America. And I was Baffling. like, this isn't going to affect Australia. And I came home and, um, like, you know, was wondering where this first payment that I was expecting was. I was like, hey, what's going on? I'm over here doing work for you. What's happening? No response, no response. And finally, hey, Levins, I think you better come in and meet with us. They're hammering up the, uh, they're, they're boarding up the windows of the street press Not office. quite, but no. he's like, look, I don't know if you heard, but the little thing called the GFC happened while you're away. It's a dust bowl situation. We're all going to California for new jobs. So you're welcome to work in here and, and, you know, start your label in here in our space. But, you know, we can't pay you to do it. Aha. Uh-huh. My, my, I could have been just getting drunk on my butt. In, in, in the States instead of uh, doing all these goddamn meetings. But instead, I met with a bunch of people who I'll never, ever meet with again. And The good news is they're probably all unemployed too as well. Like, you know, they probably went down on the sinking ship that was the music industry. I think they're doing okay. I'd say let's one just, of them uh, if, if you want this to be a happier ending. Is this Wayne's World? We're giving some optional endings? Yeah, yeah. Right. Let's say that they For both... For the super happy ending, people love buying music in the mid-noughties and it's the healthiest industry there is. Subscriptions are not a thing. Yeah, perfect. Happy Great ending. ending. I love That's it. if you work in the music industry. Uh, also, Muscle sent me a song that he... Uh, Muscle is, a, is, a, is a, uh, an, an electro artist who was uh, signed to Modular in, uh, in 2008. Could have been the next big thing if he... Um, well, you know, he had, he had a big album that, that, that kind of uh, garnered a lot of kind of fans. and he, he was Ice Cream. Ice Cream. Because it was called Guns, Babes, Babes and, and Lemonade. Lemonade. And uh, before that album came out... They don't name him like that anymore, do they? I like that album. I so said they don't name him like that. Oh, no, hell no, they don't. Um, but uh, they, uh, before he put that album out, he recorded a song about me. Oh. I used to manage him. Before I managed him, he wrote a song about me that he never showed me. And then uh, he made it his MySpace song after he left Modular for like a week. Wow. Um, and, and a lot of people still sing it to me because the, the chorus is like, his name is Levens. He is my Sydney indie friend. He's my Sydney indie friend. Let's put it on the exclusive HeyFam chat. Sure. I mean, I can put it in here right now. Oh, you can do that if you want, but also let's make some money while we're at it. Okay, sure thing, but We've it's pretty stop cool. Being such a communist and stop being more of a uh, capitalist. Oh, everyone knows. Me. Yeah, I'm the commie one. You're the you're, you're the fat cat. Yeah, that's how it works. I'm smoking a stogie every episode. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool because the, the verses are like, "Hey, Levins, I don't know anything about comic books. Can you get me into comic books? I really, really want to get into comic books." So apparently, in 2008, wow. I was on my bullshit. You were on your bullshit, Jesus. Um, I'll put that in, and, and we're going to hear that song right now. Okay. Sydney in the front, he's my Sydney in the front. Hey, lovers, can you teach me how my comic books 
about comic books. Hey, Levin, can you teach me about comic books? I don't know anything about comic books. His name is Levin. He is my Sydney indie friend. He's my Sydney indie friend. He's my Sydney indie friend. His name is Levin. He is my Sydney indie friend. He's my Sydney indie friend. He's my Sydney indie friend. Hey, Levin, can you show me how to draw? It would be really cool if you could show me how to draw. Hey, Levin, can you show me how to draw? It would be really cool if you could show me how to draw. His name is Levin. He's my Sydney indie friend. He's my Sydney indie friend. He's my Sydney indie friend. His name is Levin. He is my Sydney indie friend. He's my Sydney indie friend. He's my Sydney indie friend. Hey Levin, can you teach me about comic books? I don't know anything about comic books. Hey Levin, can you teach me about comic books? I don't know anything about comic books. His name is Levin. He's my Sydney indie friend. He's my Sydney indie friend. He's my Sydney indie friend. His name is Levin's. He is my Sydney indie friend. He's my Sydney indie friend. He's my Sydney indie friend. Ah, what ah, a great song! A beautiful muscles. song. Thanks, and muscles. then we turned a face. Uh, I ended up working for him. Yeah, you worked at Modular too. Yeah, isn't that fun? It's a funny little tidbit of uh, we go. Hey Fam history. We were uh, you, uh, you Modular. Worked? We were Eskimo brothers with Modular. Uh, we both yeah. fucked Modular. Puddle Bros. You um. You started working there after I'd left. Yeah. I, I, I hadn't met you. I just heard about this Angus who works at Modular. Could now. you imagine the madhouse oh, it would have been? Who is this fucking Wollongong cunt? Could you imagine the madhouse it would have been if these two idiots were there? It doesn't... Hey, you don't have to be crazy to work here, but it sure helps. We would have started an electro podcast. Seriously. Yeah. It would have been you, me, and... Hey, Van, she. Yep. Hey, Van, she. Well, pull one out for Kelly, guys. <laughs> um, but... Uh, so that could have been the national anthem I always used to say. I can't remember what we were talking about. Video I think we're games. Oh, video games. We're going to talk about them in a minute. But before we talk about video games, Angus, let's talk about video games. Specifically, a little game that was announced. Uh, what wasn't announced? Was leaked. Yeah. Because all Ubisoft games get it's leaked. It's been leaked since the before January with the big Switch announce, like with the proper two-hour direct. Yeah. This has look, been something that's been tossed around, like from like the dark depths of 4chan and Reddit's and Twitter leaks and like Nintendo blogs. This was always on the list of. Back is when it was the controllers are detachable. I remember it being like a rumor. I found actually I saw a post today which was why uh, people were saying this is completely real because it had the list of all these other leakers. Uh, leaks was like the screen looks like it's a PS4 quality screen. Like when you play handheld, everything else checked out. And this was the one that hadn't happened yet. Yeah, and so the uh, the, the game that finally Ooh. leaked, we saw images and kind of, and then this weird like press pack that I guess must have been like for in house. There is a spelling mistake on there though, which yeah, makes okay. me think. Well, you reckon it was, it was made up? I don't know. Well, I don't know. There's a pretty obvious spelling mistake. What, do they spell Mario with a Z or something? It's honestly something as bad. No, they call it a turtle shelves instead of shells. Right. Like, plural. And I'm like, they are French. They're learning the, the, you know, French is, the French intricacies love, of love the plural. English language, you know? Um, but, yeah, so what it is is a, uh, an Ubisoft-developed game called uh, Mario Rabbids. What, what, Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Thank you for remembering better than I. It's the most I. generic title ever. And uh, the only game which slightly edges it out in terms of generic is uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Another title which was an elevator pitch, I guarantee you. And they're like, we'll come up with a better name later. So this is an RPG that brings together the beloved worlds, one of the most beloved franchise, Mario. Oh, I thought you were going to say Rabbids. And Rabbids, which is the, the weird pre-Minions... Uh, I guess it was a spin-off from like the Rayman games or something. Yeah, presumably, uh, they are like just like screaming rabbit rabbits. Oh, the thought of them is giving they're me. They're rabid rabbits, and uh, they're just 
do all kinds of novelty bullshit. They they were, they, they, you summed they it up. They were pre-minions. Like they were literally, think of a minion. Now stretch its ears it. out and minions make it white. Ears. Huh? Do, does Bob have ears? I don't know. I don't spend enough time in, in the, the minions verse. In the minion verse. Yeah. Um, this is on like the MCU, the Minion Cinematic Universe, which is Despicable 1 to 3 and Minions. So this, this game is uh, like, yeah, the, an RPG um, kind of building on what, Mar- uh, what Nintendo started with Super Mario RPG yeah. and turned into the There's Mario and Luigi series in the press and Paper kit, Mario. And it does look very similar to the three-quarter top-down Mario RPG on the SNES. Yeah, but this is like, yeah, it's Rabbids with Mario. Um, and uh, the, you can play as one of eight characters, uh, Mario, Luigi, Yoshi and Peach, or a no, rabbit dress up as or Mario. Or Toad as well, I think. Oh, no? No, no I think toad? it's just the four of them, yeah. A, mar- mar- a rabbit dressed up as Mario, a rabbit dressed up as Luigi, a rabbit dressed up as Yoshi, oh, wait, can and a I guess one? As, as Mario? Peach. Ah, oh, damn it. Two, so there's not two Marios in this one? Two, two rabbit Marios. I was joking. I don't know. It didn't land. <laughs> Maybe the next one will. Yeah, this is just like... One of those games where I'm like, I didn't ask for this, but it's a leak. I don't want to react too much until I see the presentation at E3. No doubt this is what they're saving for E3. Some other details which leaked are it's 20 hours of total play, which is pretty I'm, good 20 years ago. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, this is definitely going to be an RPG aimed at young, younger, a younger audience. Um, you know, we are Nintendo fans, so we're probably going to be m- more likely to pick it up than other adults, but it's not really for us. I I'm not think. sure if I'm going to pick it up. Right. I've, like, I've, you know, I saw this and like, it was nowhere near as bad as my initial reaction. You could probably hear it uh, maybe 30, uh, 50 episodes ago with uh, Metroid Federation Force, but it's not far off. And I did a bit of online sentimental uh, before today's episode. I researched, uh, researched, I say, I was on Twitter looking at the hashtag and seeing and it's, um, it's pretty, it's pretty negative. It's like no one really wants this. No one really knows who's it for, who it's for. Look, if this is at E3 and this is Nintendo's big announce that they've sort of touting that they've got a big announcement, I'm gonna have to get out the the old Nintendo hasn't been on its bullshit in X amount of days banner, which we have hanging in the HeyFam studio, and just put it straight back to zero because it's been going pretty good for the last few months now. Yeah, like it's gone. Probably this is the longest it's gone in like the last decade of it being okay. I was the most negative I've been about Nintendo in the last year is after that big Switch presentation they did, where they just focused so much on one, two Switch and arms. I See, was and like, I oh, was this sucks. surprisingly into it. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, "What's going on?" I was like, "This sucks." I then bought one, two Switch, and I'm going to buy arms. Oh, arms and, I, and I played with your son. Um, holy shit! By the way, they, they did a Nintendo Direct focusing on arms as Platoon Two the other day. I'm very on board with arms now. Yeah, yeah that looks like a lot of fun. Up to, uh, Cautiously optimistic recontrols. Right, that's my only. I'm with you. I'm with you. I just think from a presentation point of view, it looks stellar. Oh yeah, I mean you can make you know a, a shit look like the cure to cancer if you have a good presentation about it. You know, but I mean, the controls seem to be a bit weary so far. If it's, I don't know. You don't have to play with motion control. You but can play with it. I've heard it kind it of is not as good if you don't. Yeah, right. Okay, There's sure. no strafing or stuff it's kind of well it hasn't been explained yet I remain I remain positive towards so, so do I. I love, that I, I think didn't, it's, didn't want half a year ago I, I do too and I commend Nintendo for doing new IPs I think it's so cool like Splatoon is the coolest new IP they've done in so long and they, they gave you a little a little preview of Splatoon 2 and your favourite thing about and it I was, oh, single this player this whole time I'm waiting about single player the, like, the single player campaign for Splatoon I think is probably the highlight of the Wii U for me 
Um, I can't believe we haven't spoken about You know why? Because you're away on holiday Yeah, I've been, been yeah. in Byron Bay Soaking up the sun When I saw that direct Doing And they beach showed yoga. the uh, single player I was like, Levens is now finally on Alright, I'm 100% in How fucking good is the soundtrack to that yeah, bit as well? I, how good the, I bought the Splatoon soundtrack Yeah, when yeah, I, was I remember you bought it in Japan Yeah, So lit Sick um, album cover too It's like all design based off the little squiddy boys and You're stuff. a squid, you're a, quick, you're a kid I just don't know anymore <laughs> I'm kind of, um, how dare you assume my gender, first of all I am a but Squid is an agenda I, kid. It's gonna kid there, is are, there, are, there are two genders, yeah. squid and kid. Hopefully, I'm going to live in a country one day where I can go to either bathroom and not be judged. Uh, <laughs> well, you, are, I, you, are, you, you are wearing very splatoon today. I actually look pretty splatoon today. I'm wearing a uh, one of one demo for a mood shirt which never got made. Uh, it's a bright purple with a red uh, design motif going on. It's beautiful. You look yeah, like a squid great. or a kid. So yeah, that's fucking cool. Um, yeah. Splatoon two looks like that. That single player. I campaign. want that game looks, so bad. It looks wa- way wackier than the first one. There's the like fact- a there's like a big squid on like a fucking unicycle at one point. The villains look dope, and it looks like one of the sisters uh, is, is the villain. Yeah, because um, so if if you pay attention to Splatoon lore, they had those splat fests where you where like people would pick. I'm trying a to side. think of a clever name for it, cannon, because they use gun like bank oh, cannons. True. What would you call it? Splatoon cannon. Poon. Wow, now that's, that's definitely something that's on DeviantArt. That sounds like something we would have got commissioned on our uh, live show. Very true. Um, but th- they had these splat fests where you would, um, like, players would pick a, sh- a side. So it was like, you know, do you like pizza or ice cream? Oh, yeah. Do you like this, this show or this show? And the do last you remember, one... Do you remember that game when we was called We Vote? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that shit, wasn't it? It was like, yeah, exactly. what's better, peanut butter or jelly? And you'd vote and watch people's results? But it was whoever, whichever team won the game, that thing was decided that was like, you know, pizza's better than ice cream. It's official. And the last, the last Splatfest was you had to choose which of the Squid Sisters uh-huh. you liked more. And Marie, who lo- lost... I she's guess now been, she's now been shunned, so she now plays like I don't know, I don't know if she's, she's either the, 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 your kind of guide or a villain mm. in this new single player campaign, which I think is so. I think cool one is your weird. guide and the other one's the villain. That's amazing. That's what I've seen because in the poster there's only one, right? And the other one's kind of dark and in the shadow, so it looks like they've fought, split up, so to speak, and one is now the villain. And then in the trailer, I'm sure she's it'd be like, a gross misunderstanding. Don't you remember me? Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so cool. It looks great. I'm just really jacked to play that shit on the go. Yeah, like that game looks so perfect. Um, to play on the go I just repeated myself twice yeah, I don't care That's fine That's what we're doing On this podcast um, But the I, I'm actually really looking forward To not playing this one handheld I think this one is like Like perfect Way to show off How good the um, mm. The Switch's Graphics It looks stunning be. Yeah I mean so far We've got a peak I guess so to speak That, that rhymed I didn't mean to uh, In the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Battle level Yep Which is dope really Love playing good. that round um, Yeah So but back, back to the Mario Rabbids game. Look, do you want just, me to read out your hot takes on it? Oh, I, I, these aren't even that hot. I was saving them for the podcast. I'll, I'll, so I'll start with Angus's uh, lukewarm takes because I think they're pretty funny. I said, uh, "Who wants this game?" And then Angus said, Million, "Minions fans, it's twenty hours long, four worlds. Judging from that leak, it had better be an eShop game because that's pitiful." It is. And I said, "But who wants to play this game for longer than twenty hours?" That's so true. And then you said, who wants to play this game? There's an expectancy for price longevity usually. Like if I'm forking out 80 bucks, there's an expectancy. Like the Mario brand is pretty sacred and well protected. Now he's next to a rabbit in drag taking a selfie with hashtag no filter. That's, that's not a, a joke, by the way. That is literally part of yep. the, 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 the art that's been revealed. That's some emoji movie shit. No, that, you're right. That is pretty hot tech. That's a, it is, seriously, I saw that. And I'm like, that Mario to me is timeless. You can... Look at Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers 3, Super Mario World 64. 
they all exist in a vacuum of time where there's no smartphones. Like, that's some Crash Bandicoot, Sonic the Hedgehog, like, trying to gear towards kids. You know, this, when I, this is definitely an overreaction, but when I see Mario, with a fucking gun, mind you, we haven't even gone into the oh, fact yeah, they have cannons in this game, which is not cannon, if anything. No. Um, Not Splatpoon. You know what just reminds... So you see this poster. It's Mario holding a fucking Metroid Mega Man arm, zapping some horse shit. Uh, e- next e- every him, single character has a Yeah, everyone has a fucking Metroid arm. Next to Mario, that. there's this like humorously dressed uh, rabbit with a wig on, p- pretending to be Princess Peach, taking a selfie on a pink cell phone. Like some Paris Hilton like level d- d- uh, like bagging out humor, which is so shit. And then like... That to me is just akin to like going to Granny Mae's, seeing a t-shirt with the Looney Tunes on, wearing fucking backwards caps, and like holding baseball bats. Remember they'll try to like Tassie Devil make um, like Looney Tunes characters cool to brand to ninety kids. And I'm just like, no, you can't date this. That's shit it. With if, I, if I ever saw those new on eBay, I would buy I'd, them I'd right buy now. Them, I'd buy up. them used. Yeah. <laughs> but you know that would be post ironic, and we don't like the Looney Tunes have been grossly so twenty years from now mishandled. Mario before. Rabbids merch is going to be like fucking flaming. Actually, hot. yeah, if you're listening, Ubisoft, can you please send us some shit? Like, we want to be selling this stuff ironically in twenty years. But yeah, just the fact there's a rabbit on a cell phone next to Mario. It's little stuff like this, which I'm just like, no, nah, like I can I can take it that Mario's racing Bowser in Mario Kart. Hell, I can even take it that they're fighting each other in Smash Brothers because we know it's a plot about someone collecting toys and shit. Remember the hand? The yeah, villain? of course. Yeah, yeah. This is like, why is Mario next to someone with a cell phone? Mario doesn't need a cell phone. He lives in a land with pipes and, like, things. I think he has a cell phone in uh, Super Mario Sunshine. See, that was one where, yeah, and then they caught a plane with an airport. It got a little too gritty for me, that one. That was, like, Chris... <laughs> no- pretty sure Chris Nolan was in charge of the cinematics for... Um, I guarantee you he's going to have a cell phone. There's going to be a cell phone in Mario Odyssey. No. You reckon? I don't know. Well, Link does have an iPad, basically. Yeah, that's true. But it needs to be, like... It needs to be a mushroom or something. Like, What's baffling to me is that they all have guns. Like, What's baffling to me is Ubisoft Nintendo- were like, you can, all right, here's the Mario franchise. You can do whatever you want for this game. And Ubisoft said, oh, we That's will give I'm them baffled. guns. That's why I'm baffled. Like, why are Nintendo being so lax? I was speaking to somebody today and they said, oh, it's nice to see Nintendo relaxing on their IP. And I'm like, ah, yes, who can forget the golden generation of the Zelda CDI games? And Mario is missing and stuff. And Mario like, teaches this typing. A, yeah. This isn't a good thing. Like, being precious of your brand is one of the most, you know, that doesn't cost you anything. Integrity goes a long way, and it's just like, don't do this. This is like some Crash fucking team racing level shit. Like, I can see Crash. Crash team racing's pretty good. No, but I mean, like, you can see Crash like probably vaping now and using a fidget spinner if they were. We'll see when that that game gets re-released. It's just, it's just, it's just fucks with the formula. Do you want to confess to everybody something you bought today? Oh, I bought a fidget spinner today. Not not, not just any fidget. Oh, I bought a Hello Kitty fidget spinner, and it's garbage. It doesn't even work. Really? It doesn't really spin that fast. It's like it's been made by like some person who has like a very not so great understanding of the word spin and so it's it chugs it's more a, 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 a fidget chugger it chugs along it makes an audible sound too it's like it's like when you stick a card in your spokes wow so this is definitely one that's getting confiscated it costs five dollars yeah this one is public teacher's gonna hear it but i've had a few uh had a few like interested people saying can i take that off your hands really Just i essentially bought it bucks. to take a photo of it's like, in profit yeah it wasn't good. The guy I bought it off was using one which was silent. So I think maybe I've got a dud. Or perhaps it's, I've just fallen victim to another snake oil uh, salesman, you know? They, uh, they're fucking everywhere. Yeah, ironically or not ironically, I can't tell. It's almost like a South Park episode now, isn't it? Like you can see the start where kids are using it and the, their parents are like, this is stupid. And the next scene, everyone in town's using fidget spinners, including the dads. And you're just like, oh. I really don't understand the appeal to I don't a get kid it. with it. I mean... Maybe this is a brilliant thing. It's almost like 
going back to using sticks as lightsabers, like when you're a kid, like there's no screen, there's no data plan, there's no like noise. It's just this little thing they spin around. One of my wife's friends is a, is a primary school teacher and she sent me a, um, a, a photo she took of all of the confiscated fidget spinners my friend all Kiko up under the blackboard in the in the He's what a school teacher and he's like, I've got a fucking box full of them. Kiko's a school teacher? Don't you know this? No. <laughs> Strap yourself in, primary. Wow, that's fucking insane. Street anal Kiko. If you are, um, if you stick teacher. around, if, we'll probably make another tier one day, and it's like we'll let Kiko do an episode <laughs> for the Patreon. <laughs> oh my god, yeah! If we hit, it'll probably be the first podcast banned from iTunes. If we hit six hundred dollars a month, we're gonna let we'll Kiko. get Kiko, Angus's friend, his infamous friend, my Kiko, oldest friend, who I think has had s- some references on this podcast before. Or Tommy Dasselow's stand-up show. Yeah, Tommy Dasselow stole a bunch of his life stories for jokes. Yeah. Uh, Kiko's quote, I feel like Kramer, you know, when his stories get stolen by a Peterman. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Don't, don't Kramer Kiko. Don't Kramer Kiko. Make Kiko great again. He is great. He is so good. Like, I can't believe he's a fucking primary school teacher. I can't believe you don't know this. That's insane. Whereabouts are you going to send Archie to school? <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait for him to become principal. And yeah. I'll send him wherever that is. Yeah. Uh, so, Angus, do you, have you got any more steaming hot takes on... Uh, Rabbids? The, the Mario Rabbids game. Look, I'm just hoping there's a lot more of this E3. And another thing I've got to remind myself... Mm-hmm. It's a leak. You can't get too caught up in the leaks. It could be a very minor presentation, but I'm just hoping that Nintendo aren't like... And the big reveal would I don't think Nintendo were going to reveal I think Ubisoft were going to reveal okay. it in, their, their, in their presentation Which you weren't going to watch anyway No, who was? Yeah. Not even Ubisoft were going to watch it Where was I going to get another? I watched it last year Because it's it just so weird I, I find Ubisoft such a weird I don't know how they're still around And that's no You like the South Park game Yes, uh, South Park, but they, they rescued the South Park game They picked it up and it was finished doesn't that doesn't THQ made it and then oh, THQ right. went under and they picked they got the game like right. and finished it off. Does does their involvement in that make give you any help for like at least the mechanics yeah, of the Mario Rabbit game? It does. It uses the same engine. Yeah. However, okay. the South Park game was a lot longer than twenty hours. Sure. And that game was three or four years old. Again, I think this is going to be a lot more of a, a younger skewed. I hope it's easy a, to pick up RPG. Yeah, I mean, I've, you've played way more. This is what I'm saying. 
than 20 hours of Tetris. Uh-huh. And that game costs 40 bucks. So I'm just like, this is what I mean. There should be some scale to this shit. It just feels like... I, I don't know. I don't really agree with that. Like, like you know, we, 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 we paid... 25 bucks for Firewatch or 30 bucks for Firewatch mm. and that was a 6 hour game and I was, I was completely satisfied with, with my money going guess what it didn't need a gun in that game no but if they didn't when sex it, it up when uh, oh, there Firewatch was a cell phone rabbits, though that's oh, true Firewatch <laughs> Rabbids comes out you'll be shooting any of those teens <laughs> you're like who's that woman over in the tower I don't know I'm gonna shoot her why is this on fire well I shot it with this huge cannon on my hand <laughs> Mario just shouldn't be new projectiles do you uh, do you agree with that though? Do you really think that you should assign a, a playtime to to like you know what you pay for games? Because like you know, I, I, no, I, I don't. I'm making that up. I, it's it's just it's me finding something to complain about. Yeah. Like it's not really like you know, it just seems weird. But you know what? I think you're right. I think Ubisoft are going to announce it. I think it's going to be something that they do. And I don't know. I just I just don't feel great about it. But also, I don't have to play it. That's the other great thing. That's a very good point. I don't have to play it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have to play it either, but I bought Star Fox Zero and, I, and that I, worries me because that just means I'm going to buy everything. It's true. Although I didn't buy a Metroid Prime Federation Force. You don't hate yourself that much. No. Just a little bit more than me. Um, what is, what's just to me, I think I've realized what gets a real B in my bonnet, that the first original uh, a Mario title would be on the Switch historically will be Mario and Rabbids. It won't be Mario Odyssey. And when I say original, I obviously don't mean Carte Deluxe. Mm-hmm. That's a remake, a remaster. But the first original title we will have starring Mario is going to be him and some fucking ridiculous selfie-taking no-filter Rabbids. And that, to me, is just like, you know, when the world's gone and there's some, 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 someone with OCD, probably me, has written every Nintendo and its launch Mario game on a scroll and shot it into space, some like future civilization will find this and be like, can't believe the Switch's first Mario game was him and some rabbits and that to me it's just disappointing how do you um, even like sleep at type night I don't properly? know how do you type properly when you have an arm cannon on your phone I know this is what I'm hope maybe, maybe those Siri. phones exclusively only take selfies yeah maybe the rabbits are hand him the ph- I don't know you're right yeah because the rabbits have cannons as well imagine the like the chaotic day in the Ubersoft office they're like okay do you want all the characters to have arm cannons or one of them to not have, have an arm cannon and be taking a selfie. And they're like, and they, we'll they talk about it later. Yeah, they're like, we need two weeks to think on this. We'll talk later. That's game, the game apparently, according to the leak, is coming out in August. So, June, July, it's only two months after E3. That's like, and that was the thing. It was like, that, that, that's going to be like a quick release. I mean, like, you know, as, as close to I E3 guess you can possible. afford to do that when no one wants a game. That's true. Like, you can, you can, you can call it a quick release and try to... You know, I don't know. It just seems weird. You're right. Ubisoft are weird. They've not made like a popular Assassin's Creed game since I think the second one. They like, just announced Far Cry Five on the heels of, well, just just before Red Dead Redemption got yeah. delayed. And it looks like Far a Cry similar Five setting. Is a Western. It looks like a modern it's Western like a setting. Seventies style, yeah, yeah. like Stand by Me, fifties era part of America, like newfound land or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're just they are a weird company. Yeah, I mean, they've got a few temple Ra- franchises. Rayman, Rayman Legends and Rayman. Um, Great game. Uh, Origins are two Great awesome games. games from them that I played recently. But again, like they, they're, they're responsible for the kind of games that I don't give a fuck about that mo- majority of gamers want to see on the Switch. They want yeah. your Far Cry. They want Assassin's Creed. They, they want, want Assassin's Far Creed. Creed. They yeah. want, and then like you know, I, and I think Breath of the Wild like you know got rid of all the things that stopped me stops me from hating those stops me from liking those games mm-hmm. and did a much better open world yeah. job. I went tried to go back to um, uh, Far Cry. No, um, Horizon Zero Dawn after finishing Breath of yeah, the Wild. Yeah, Kiko, speaking of which, he says he's playing it now and he's like, he played it after, immediately after Breath of the Wild and he said it's just, it's dragging on a bit for him. The fucking clutter on the screen of like it trying to send you all these massive, uh, like, you know, pinpoints on the map. 
I'm sure there's a way to turn it off. I should just look into that. I think there is a way to turn the HUD off. I did see somebody post in, uh, online saying, like, here's a way to make the game look pretty and get rid of all that shit. Yeah, it's, just, it's crazy that, you know, playing open world games now after Breath of the Wild is going to be very different. Yeah, and playing uh, my favorite Rabbids games is now going to have my favorite Nintendo characters in it. So uh, now console? we've talked about new games. We've talked about new games. We've talked about old games. We go, oh, damn it. Just did what you said. I told you. I screenshotted, baby. I, uh, I had an old post open on Facebook where I wrote all these down, and, it's, and now I have to go find it again. Thanks Look, I'll a start lot, then. Zuckerberg. GameCube. So last, last week, we, we, we went through all the consoles that we bought from birth to 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's uh, uh, hair started getting in weird places, and we've just, it's 2003. And if you remember, um, I had not really bought any, any of them. This is when we become equal. Because I was, uh, what did I call myself? Uh, Lil Pov Jr. Lil Povo or something. Lil Pov Jr. Classic So 2003, nickname. I got a GameCube, and uh-huh. I bought this one, uh, which was a trend I started noticing post, I guess, PlayStation, that I was now the person buying my consoles. It wasn't a gift or it wasn't a Christmas present or something. Now, I won $1,000 through my part-time job uh, working like nights during high school at a video store. And they had this weird like be kind rewind thing where they're like make a ad it's almost like that office episode where they shoot a commercial for Dunder Mifflin in the office and then it's like really nice and heartwarming and everyone pulls together it was like that and I won like the national contest for this business and won a thousand dollars and so I just bought a GameCube with it with Mario Double Dash and uh, Mario Sunshine this was like two years after the GameCube was out so it was kind of like it was almost at the end of its cycle it was really weird so I didn't even know the GameCube existed. Which most... You're not, like, alone. Um, it received no marketing here. It was, like, a year or two after the Xbox and the PS2. Like, it had no chance, basically. I've never even played one. What? I bought GameCube games and GameCube controllers and played them all the games oh, on my Wii. No way. sure. But I've course. never actually played a GameCube. I've still got mine. That's awesome. I love, like, looking back, it's an amazing design. Yeah, it's so it's, cool. it's probably my favourite. Still to this day, Nintendo console design. I still like the Wii. Just I loved the fact it was on its side and like so neat and tidy. Mm-hmm. I think the Wii U is my least favorite Nintendo console. Yeah, going back to that after playing with the Switch as well, you're like, what is this stupid toy? It's so ugly looking. It's yeah. just an ugly looking device. But the Cube is amazing. I was so bummed I couldn't get the original purple. I was, I'm always a fan if there's a, um, a, a model out of a console, I'll buy like the base color. You're not far from GameCube color today. Actually, I'm very GameCube tribute. Um, but the black one was available and I didn't like that because it just looked too edgy and didn't really complement the kind of playfulness of the console. So that's what you got? Yeah, the black one. Tragic. Yeah, I wish I had the purple. The purple just seems to me that's the colour synonymous with GameCube. And what, like, you know, it was such a political move, which sounds dumb, but Xbox is this big, chunky, Matrix-looking piece of black and green shit. PS2, stunning, sleek design. And Nintendo were clearly, you know, drawing a line in the sand saying this is what this console stands for, just based on looks alone. Like, a cube purple with a handle. Like, it's brilliant. It's like an accessory. And then... I think the fact that there were multiple colors is kind of a disservice to the right. one of the appeals of the console. So GameCube is kind of known as Nintendo's first miss. But also, like, it's Smash Brothers' best version. Like, sure. it's still the Smash Brothers that's played in most contests. It's interesting. It's almost like we call the Switch right now a, Bre- a Zelda $500 Zelda console. It's like GameCube was essentially a Smash Brothers console. Had four players at once. And so you growing, like, you know, as a teenager with, with a GameCube, did you regret that purchase at any point? Did oh, you not at all. Like I played it more very... than my PS2. And it's firmly, I guess, set up my relationship now with Nintendo and Sony, where I use Sony for AAA, for, like, for third-party games, which Nintendo don't publish due to processing, licensing, or whatever. And I use the GameCube in a more affectionate, like, 
I got it to play Wind Waker. When Wind Waker was announced, I was like, well, now I've only got X amount of months to have it so I can buy Zelda on launch. And it was great. Wind Waker came with, like, a bonus disc, which had Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, like, just in there. So I've still got that yeah, that's set. Unreal. And it was on so another cool. disc. And it's like, fuck, that's so dope. Like, yeah. it, it was the best. And it was, it was so cool. It was such a tight move. And, you know, they did um, Metal Gear Solid on there, the first one. They renamed it the Twin Snakes and updated the voice acting, the graphics, added the first-person shooting, which we now take in every, like, Metal Gear Solid that we have saw in um, Metal Gear 2. It was made on that engine. Like, they, there were some such dope titles on there. Eternal Resident Darkness, Resident Evil 4. Like, yeah, it was a baller console. And, you know, Pikmin. contrary to its design, Pikmin, incredible. Like, Nintendo's best last IP before Splatoon. Probably the only one too, actually. It's probably not a great comparison. But yeah, such fun memories. I loved it. And you know, Smash Brothers, revolutionary. Mario Double Dash, brilliant. So I don't know where this fits in. I I guess it would have been about 2004 or five. Yeah. But um, I uh, was DJing with a uh, a Melbourne DJ and he had a DS. Great. And I'd never seen one before. It was DS Lite just come out. Um, Oh, this might be skipping ahead because DS Lite didn't come out till like 2008. Right, well, so I've got I have DS a big gap then. So yeah, well, should I? Well, what about Nintendo Wii? That was 2006. Wasn't the DS before the Wii? Not the Lite. Are you sure? Positive. Yeah, okay. no, p- positive. The Lite was 2007. What did you get first? Uh, I got the Wii first. So you didn't, you didn't get a DS until... Got a DS post-Wii. Right. When Mario Kart was announced on it. 2006 was the DS Lite. Oh, maybe I'm shuffling along a lot. Yeah. I'm well, when was the Wii? Uh, let's find out, everybody. Using the internet. Wait, um, was 2006, I'm certain. 2006, at the very end of 2006. Yeah, and the light didn't come out till the next year everywhere. Um, it was exclusive AU, to Japan. April 2006. Yeah. Sorry, wait. Um, Australia, June 2006. There and we the go. Wii was November 2006. Sure. The DS Lite. DS Lite, yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh shit! Facts, okay. man. These facts I take that stuff lie. back. Um, yeah, so he ju- the DS Lite had just come out, and he had one, and I was like, well, I had a DS before DS Lite. That's what I was asking. Yeah, did you get a DS? I did, and it was a pack that came it, with a. Uh, well, it was a horrible. Uh, I'd say it's one of the other ugliest Nintendo consoles. Yeah, it's a real. And gross I'd also console. say the first 3DS is extremely ugly with its shit sparkle, like just a weird design choice. Also, After so few good games came out before the DS Lite came out. Like, what right? was so baffling to me about the 3DS? Well, we'll get to that with 3DS. Yeah, it was this big grey and black two-toned, ugly-looking device with a horrible resolution screen, extremely low-lit, but it came with Mario Kart 7, and right. I was sold. Like, that was such a cool-ass game. Wait, what did that come with? DS. It was a pack that came with Mario Kart. When Mario Kart 7 was announced... You 7's could all- on 3DS. 6 then, the one before it. Yeah. Or what, it had a Five. different name. <laughs> What's 6 on? We. It's Mario Kart DS and Mario Kart Wii. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. The correct one. This is real, real nerdy. I think you know it's called hours. Mario Kart DS. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So that. And I had that on DS. And it was dope as shit. Mm. I loved it. It was such a great version of the game. Some of the levels still pop up on 8 Deluxe. It was brilliant. Loved it. I love it. the one on um, wait, the clock, Waluigi's yeah. clock. Yeah, it's so good. Of course, good. it's awesome. Um, but, you know, then the DS Lite was announced in Japan. This beautiful Frost White edition. Jumped on that straight away. Backlight was amazing. You, could, you couldn't even control the light on the original DS. Yeah, right. And I was remembering the other day, it came with this ugly-ass thumb thing you could wear. To It was before a C-stick or a control stick was made, and you could play Mario 64 using your thumb in a really awkward position. Yeah, it was really odd. They brought that back for the Kid Icarus game on 3DS. Yeah, that's right. Just, like, looks great in a demo concept, but very hard to play that game on the go. 
the yeah then went for DS Lite and kept my other DS because at the time my girlfriend had it and played was obsessed with Tetris so she played that on there and I know I how you DS, feel girlfriend I had the DS Lite and I loved it you know the backlighting was amazing I think I got Metroid Prime Hunters with the DS Lite and that yeah. was like one of the first times DS had ever had anything online I remember the first player sucked but the playing the multiplayer and that yeah. was awesome and you could play online I had to use the microphone chat. Oh, did it really? Yeah, you yeah, can chat awesome. to it. It was so bizarre. That I remember lying the, in bed the, the playing online on Mario Kart DS, which is the first Mario, Mario Kart game to ever have yeah, online capabilities, was, was incredible. Loved oh, it. Actually, no, wait, I don't know. Did, did Double Dash have online capabilities? Um, it had local capabilities, so you could have a LAN set up and play. Oh, right, yeah, sure. Yeah. But the uh, even playing locally over wireless um, Mario Kart the was best. amazing. Yeah, it was so yeah. much fun. Yeah, I loved it. It was so fun. I remember having like my housemate when I lived in Newtown, um, he had a DS as well, and so we would, like, we would just be like, in our rooms with the doors closed. And that's life, fam. Playing Mario Kart. That's fucking life. <laughs> so great. Um, so yeah, I, I saw when I when I got a DS, I saw someone a, a, a DJ with it with a um a, 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 D, a DS Lite. What were they playing? They had one of those cards where they just because that was the, the, the biggest ever pirated game device was the DS, DS. right? And it's still the, like one of the biggest selling ones ever. So wild. Um, it was the R4. I had one as well. Um, he had a card that just had like, it wasn't even like, it wasn't a card that you could regularly update. It was like someone made a card. You, right. You, pick, you, you go on a website, you pay 20 bucks or whatever. Sure. And they put 20 games so on the So I had one you can make. You. It had like a micro SD you could plug into your computer and you just download the games, load it on there and you could access it through the main screen. Yeah, right. And you could just have a drop down list of what game you want to play. I didn't like it, but I used it as a way to test games or to play weird as fuck games like that Tingle RPG. Yeah, right. I played wow. that on Amazing. there. Played Rhythm Heaven like years before it came out here. Like would just download Japanese games and you know play games that I never had access to so which is, is kind of yeah, dope this is the only time I've ever pirated pirated games Same. although I did buy a dodgy um, Game Boy Advance um, SD is what it was called yeah, SP SP um, and that came with a, um, a bunch of pirated games preloaded on it when I was yeah. in Vietnam um, years later uh, but, years uh, later wow the so he yeah he, 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 he convinced me to get a DS Lite and then suddenly a thing clicked in my head and I was like, holy fuck, I love Nintendo so much. That was and the moment. So it wasn't until like 2006. How um, much ecstasy were you on at the time at this like nightclub? Fucking heaps. Good. <laughs> Good. Real, real gurning hours in 2006. Uh, but uh, I then stopped spending all my money on pills and started spending them on DS games. And you haven't looked back since. And before long, I also had a Wii. Yep. But um, the games I bought when I bought my DS, I got the... Um, New Super Mario Brothers game. Yep, that was great. And I also got the... It was the um, first return oh, to yeah. platforming since uh, Super Mario World when That's Mario right. was the lead character. And uh, I remember loving it at the time and now that, that, that kind of f- franchise, the New Super Mario Brothers with like their very generic It's the opposite graphics. of innovation. We saw it most recently on Super Mario Run, which I thought was okay, but as a, as a game that comes out on consoles, it's like the last thing I want. Yeah. Although now I'm kind of like, do it again. I don't know. Make it. I would take fun. it over Rapids. Yeah, I'll give you that too. Um, I also got a very terrible Wario game because I remembered loving, as I spoke about last week, the Wario Game Boy games. What was it? Uh, fuck, I, I actually wrote it down on this list. Um, it is called uh, Wario Master of Disguise. Yeah, I'd never heard of and it. And you drew like a different hat on him using the stylus and then he would change into a different disguise that gave him different powers. It was so bad. Was it a platform? Yeah, platform. It was very fucking bad. Yeah, wow. Um, um, but yeah, so then I got a Wii that, that um, yeah. like the next Christmas. Did you get a launch? Uh, no, I um, my my mum had family friends who were like got got taken away that first Christmas it was out and got a Wii and then played Wii Sports and nothing else for the most part of a year. So it was in great. Christmas two thousand and seven, sure, 
um, I got given a, I got given their my, my mum bought their Wii off them and oh. gave it to me. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was there Thanks, launch mom. night. I was dre- I was there with um, people who I still count as my closest friends. Kiko. Yeah, Kiko was there. Amazing. Went to um, EB. It's the only place you know. There's pre JB being everywhere, and had it all pre-ordered, paid for. I had so much shit pre-ordered. I had like, we. I obviously had uh, Twilight Princess. Had Wii Play. Just because it came with a second remote, and yeah. it was the smarter thing to do. And then we, some of those mini games are pretty good. Some are fine. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like the one-two switch. Like it's okay, but then you won't go back and play it. It's that so much wild that, that that game sold like millions and yeah. millions of copies because so of the, funny because it came the with the remote. remote. It was cheaper. Yeah. It was like a free game basically. Yeah. Um, I bought a classic controller, which was one of the most heinously designed Nintendo controllers ever. It oh. looks like a Nintendo sixty-four. Oh, sorry, Super Nintendo controller. I wish it was a Nintendo 64 because so many of the games, you needed to play a lot of the virtual console games. And this is what else I did. I bought credit that night for the virtual console, physical credit. Yeah, because this one actually launched with a virtual console. Yeah, I had a new Nintendo console with a brand new Zelda game, Donkey Kong Country and Mario 64 from launch night. And YouTube. YouTube was on there. I remember this was one of the biggest YouTube, the best game of all. No, this was huge. Like Nintendo Wii was the first thing to have YouTube on the television. It was pre-smart TVs. It was pre-everything else. And I remember like going on blogs and people being like the new thing to do is get drunk at your house and find your favorite videos on YouTube which at that stage was like a year in its infancy and watch like low rent like I used to watch so much Mr. Show that way like back before Unreal. shit was police I remember typing in Mr. Show with the Wii remote and just watching all these sketches and controlling it and I, I reckon I used the YouTube app almost as much as anything else well, and then like figures got released more, quite recently that, that, that actually a, a huge percentage of people still watch Netflix on, yeah. on Wii it's insane which is so weird it's amazing because it's standard definition yeah um, yeah, I had such fond memories of that. Zelda was amazing. I remember inviting people over to play Wii Sports. It was like the commercials was the big thing. You're swinging shit around. Like, it was the console Nintendo needed. I mean, I remember the rumors when it was called the Revolution, and it was, yep. in a sense. I remember the controller leaking one day and just being like, you flip it on its side, and it's a NES controller. Genius. Like, I love so much about that. I thought it was a good era of Nintendo just kicking ass. And, you know, I don't, it's going to be very hard for them to reach that level of success anytime. So when I finally got my Wii, that was when my, like, game collecting thing so, kicked in. Yeah. And uh, I just had to fill every gap. So I, I, know bought, that I bought every Wii game that I, like, you know, had heard was good. I was like, I bought it two years into, into its lifespan. Um, I, on, on the day I remember, like, because I got given the console, I then yeah. went and got, um, in one day... Mario Kart Wii, Super Smash Brothers Brawl, Mario Galaxy, and Zack and Wiki, that amazing yeah. Capcom game. Yeah, yeah. Which is I such a Zach great Wiki. game. They did a sequel, didn't they? No, they never did. They never did. Maybe it was announced and never happened? I don't know. I, I, I would love to see that franchise again. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, and th- th- those, I mean, not so much Zack and Wiki, but Mario Kart Wii, Super Smash Brothers, and Mario Galaxy are like, you know, the three top three games on that console. Yeah, still to this day. Mario Galaxy 2 is still my all-time favorite Wii yeah. game and my, I think my favorite Mario one. game. Just because it's the first time I'd played a game like that. Yeah, I just think that, that, that they were the hub world. It I miss so the much. hub world. I didn't, I didn't like, like the hub world in, in Mario Galaxy. Uh, I just it reminded me of sixty four and sunshine, like walking around discovering your levels. I just didn't like the way you had to kind of fly to the next one. There's those, you know, like a Mario top down like hub world, like in the platformers. I just thought it's a bit detracting. I, I see why they did it. It's easier for first time players to get the hang of it. Yeah. Hub worlds are pretty, by their definition now, almost retro. I can't wait for one to return in Odyssey, though. I can't wait for Odyssey so much. I reckon I'm going to like it more than Breath of the Wild. Just because, like, my well, you love, know what? It's going to be the first, like, first-party game that's pretty much designed with the Switch in mind. Very good point. 
Um, so shall we move away from the honeymoon period? You, do you look back on the Wii fondly? Absolutely, I have a I massive do. library of games. I love the Wii. I have nothing bad to say about it. And I, I you know, again, I understood that. I had to have a PS3 at the same time, basically, to support my AAA title addiction, which I don't really have. But, you know, to keep up with the Joneses. It's funny you should mention PS3, Angus. Because you know what the next console... Oh, you know, mine was a 360. Oh, fuck, you got an Xbox 360. That's yeah, so it's weird. at my parents' house. So at so one weird. point, you had a Wii, a 360, and a PS3. Yeah, Babby. Fuck yeah, real Doritos hours. Yeah, it was nothing but Mountain Dew. What's even funnier about that is I bought it with Kevin Rudd's $1,000 that he gave everybody. And because I was a student you know, at the I, time, I got $2,000. Fuck. So I was like, I'm buying it. This is a weird, for those of us that don't live in America or maybe young. We got um, a stimulus package. They did a stimulus package. Uh, During the G- D- GFC. That's there right. To inc- that, that was Australia's answer to the GFC, was to give... Australians a thousand dollars to spend on whatever they want. Kevin Rudd, PM. What did you? What two things did you do? Said sorry to Indigenous people and also gave everyone a thousand dollars. Real good guy. <laughs> um, uh, I had not done tax my tax for five years at that point. I made it to nine. Um, nine dollars. Nine. No, it's in <laughs> nine years of not doing my tax. Wow. Um, and so the idea of. Uh, getting $1,000 for what would be months and months of work of accounting stuff because I've been freelance for all my life. I, I Saved just, you? I, I just said, no, I just said, fuck it, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I, I got I, two. I didn't get the stimulus package. I got two as so well. I didn't even ask for the jealous. second one. I just opened my bank account one day and it's like, from Monkey Kev, here's another K. And I was like, fuck, great. that's amazing. Yeah, I bought it just, again, this was another console bought knowing a title came out. You know, big Beatles head over here. Mm-hmm. Um, got it for Beatles Rock Band and to use as a media center because at the time it was a better... I did a copious amounts of research. It handled a lot more different types of I media. I don't at all. <laughs> goes without saying. Handled a lot more media than a PS3 in terms of like files it would play. It was back, you know, when torrenting was key and I'd have seasons of stuff on hard drives. You could literally plug it in. It would pop up on the screen and yep. play most formats, no problem. Um, but, you know, then the PS3... And I got that late into it. Well, so you only got X360, you only got Rock Band, Beatles Rock Band. Yeah, I got some like games sent to me when I was working at Modular at the time. We did a primary with Activision, so you I got a lot of... stole from the Bag Raiders. Yes, that comes in the way. Yeah, I stole um, GoldenEye, the Daniel Craig remake. They did a GoldenEye from the Bag Raiders. <laughs> Sorry, gang. I love that so many, so much GFC and Modular talk in this episode. <laughs> it's amazing. We're going to find out by the end of it, like the ATO list, and we're going to hit with all these like hella fines. Um, maybe you know, maybe maybe that's a reason Bag Raiders never released another album. Maybe they asked for Goldeneye to be sent to them, and they're sitting around. That's like the inspiration they needed. They're Still like, waiting. We needed to play it. We need to play the remade version of Goldeneye, so we for can the remake Wii our first album without Pierce Brosnan with Daniel Craig added. Yeah, very strict circumstances for an album too. Sorry, gang. Um, yeah, I got the PS3 then, and this was crazy only because of. Um, Last Guardian was supposed to be coming out the month afterwards, which is so funny. Fucking hell, really? I bought it in 2011. Oh, and you want to know another reason? Another console bought on technological requirements because Star Wars was coming out on Blu-ray. And at that time, it's about $100 more to buy a PS3 than a Blu-ray player. And I had to get, obviously, Star Wars Blu-ray the day it came out. Because always, as is with Star Wars shit, that shit's limited. They stop making it after the first day of printing, you know? And I need to have that, at that time, the complete saga. Which now you can still us. get very easily in, in JB's all around Australia. Yeah, but you don't have that dope original cover. Right. It comes in two separate packs and it's dumb. <laughs> um, so I was really on my bullshit uh, playing games like a motherfucker. But this only guy on my, on my Wii and 3DS back then. Um, and uh, a little game that was based on a comic book and movie Scotty that we both P. loved came out. The game based on uh, Scott Pilgrim Did you play it in my world. house? Because I had it. No. I, no. Um, so the night it came out, I was like seeing reviews of it people talking about this like great throwback um, 
brawler. I remember game. you screenshotting the hub world to me, which looked like the Super Mario World hub world, That's where right, like, yeah, you moved yeah. around Canada like that. And um, yeah, it was like paying homage to Super Mario World and, and Super Fury, Mario Three. So, exactly. Yeah, it was like there were so many great things that, uh, that that I loved about this. You know, the, the 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 fact that it was using Scott Pilgrim and all the characters and that kind of thing. So we were at peak Scott Pilgrim then too. I'd given you an action figure. I remember we were right. seeing the movie. Like and we're I, so pumped. I just had enough, so I went out. It was when Kmart used to be open twenty four hours. And, Broadway, uh, never forget. I, I remember w- those days. I went and bought... I went to Bondi Kmart because I lived in Wallara What time? time? Like 1am? Something like that. And I just bought a PS3 and came home, downloaded Scott Pilgrim. So I bought... Were they like, uh, manager, please, to the yeah. counter. Mr. Back on his bullshits here. <laughs> I bought a $500 PS3 to play a 15, Was it the newer model? Not that big old Spider-Man, one, one, George yeah. Foreman looking one? Yeah, yeah, I bought the newer model when it came out like matte and was smaller. And looked good, but you couldn't balance shit on top because of that dumb curve. Yeah. Like, you know, my cat couldn't yeah, sit on it, for example. Right, very good point. Very important part of consoles. It needs to be flat. You need to be able to balance games on it. She can't look, sit on a Switch. I wouldn't want to. Yeah. You can sit on a Joy-Con if that's your thing. Um, that's a pretty good insult. Go sit on a Joy-Con, cunt. Um, <laughs> HD Rumble, bitch. So, yeah, I, I, I bought it to play Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, which I loved. Um, it was $15. The well, I literally got it for Last Fucking Guardian, um, which is so funny. And I would say my favorite game from the PS3 was Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, mine was maybe... Uncharted 3 or 2? Yeah, I don't think the Uncharted games are very much Because I was like, too. oh, this is good. Yeah. Hell we don't yeah, need to talk good. about Uncharted. We've 3DS done that a lot. is the next one, and that was the first console I've ever bought at launch. Mm. I bought about a month after playing yours, I remember. I came over. Uh, me and my girlfriend at the time came over to visit you and B when you were living in Edgecliff. Yep. You were like, check out this. And I was like, no, I want one. Then funnily enough, I starred in a commercial with your sister a month later, and with the money I got for that, it was for skin cancer or some shit, um, I bought a 3DS with it. Amazing story. And the launch title was crap. It was Street Fighter 4 yeah, or Pilot Street Wings. Street Fighter 5. And then, and, no, Pilot Wings, all of the all the Nintendo games, Pilot Wings, uh, Steel Dive, all these pretty late. Oh, they were late, the, weren't they? They came out like a month afterwards in That's Australia, right. at least. Nintendo only, were on their bullshit. The only Nintendo game that came out with a 3DS was fucking Nintendogs. And cats. Nintendogs and cats. Three different versions That's of different right. breeds of dogs and cats. That's right. And you brought this up the other night. Iwata... Um, took a salary sacrifice and apologized to every 3DS owner and everyone got like $100 credit or something to yeah. download games? Um, no, so because they, they did a price cut on the 3DS, uh. um, they made it from 350 Australian to 250 Australian. Under six months. Everyone who already had one had uh, was given like a, a, like 10 or 12... 12 downloadable games. GBA games. Yeah. Which hasn't really gotten a shout out. We didn't have... G- I, I bought a GBA before getting it at some point in my life. I had one for a while. Um, no regrets? No regrets at all. Um, PS4, right. I was given by Sony. Oh, yeah, I was. Fat cat over here. How'd you get that? Um, I, I, they sent me to Paris, I believe. Uh, oh, that's right. I think, I think this is covered live on Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. I bought my PS4. Uh, again, I had this weird aficion, like, with white versions of consoles. I just found them. They look like stormtroopers or something. It was very cool and appealing. No fingerprints. Okay, Trump. Um, yeah, I got that wall up and got it uh, with the <laughs> Destiny pack, yep. which was cool. Uh, you get, my PS4 does look sick, doesn't it? The white one. You see it. Kitty sits on it all the time. Uh, yeah, it's great. PS4 is good. I got PS4 the same week that Metal Gear Solid Five came out. Right. So oh, I, wow. I got sure. that straight away. It was really... You know, it started with a... You know, which I haven't seen since. A healthy online subscription. Yep. With online things to do. And it's easy to find your friends in games. Nintendo, if you're listening... We haven't spoken about Wii U, do we? I forgot about the Wii U. We talk about the Wii U a lot on this show, but... Wii U, look. I got Nintendo Land. I got New Super Mario Bros. U, which I thought was shit. Nintendo mm. Land, I think, is a really great hidden gem in Nintendo's back catalog. Yeah, it's fine. A celebration of Nintendo, if High, you will. One of the highs. Um, first HD Nintendo console was a blowout to see Mario characters in HD. Mm-hmm. Very cool. 
wasn't enough to get past the Fisher Price ish handling of the console. I didn't have a problem with it at the time. It's only going back after using the Switch that I realized. Well, to me, I was just like, the DSi and the DS Lite look so beautiful. Then going to that, it was like, why are they taking a step backwards in Nintendo Canada? Yeah, what happened to the matte finish? Yeah, it just looked gross. Uh, And then that brings us to the Switch. Which you've heard all about. We got Zelda. I got 1-2-Switch. You got 1-2-Switch. Yeah. And uh, one of those games is great. Yeah. Um, Shout outs to iPad. Uh, Sword and Sorcery was the first game I played on an iPad. I thought it was great. A great great touch and whatever, like, defining game for a console. I've still not played a game on an iPad iPad that I was like, hell yeah, this is is great. There's no such thing. I've definitely played iPhone games that I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, But I bought an iPad just to read comics. I bought an iPad to read comics and watch shit in bed. Yeah. And I do the fuck out of both. Hell yeah, One of them. Well, that is it for this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed hearing about our video game console histories. We'll probably tell you next week which uh, movie we'll be forcing ourselves to watch for a live commentary. All kinds of answers. And we're going to have to start next week's episode by writing some uh, some Patreon supporters' names on our head. That's right. My forehead is ready. Uh, I guess we'll do this one at my house. And I have to record Archie giving some shout-outs to Patreon supporters yeah. next week as well. It's going to be a big week, everybody. A big episode of Hey Fan coming next week. I can't wait. Um, you can find us online facebook.com slash heyfampodcast or patreon.com slash heyfam if you want to pledge a little bit of support or at get the your sports bar on our heads. You if you're sitting next to us right now, now hi Archie sleeps in a uh, in like the screen in a baymarie yeah in a baymarie that's way funnier thank you Angus keeps him warm at night uh, you can find great jokes like that at uh, Angus's twitter account which is at chimichangus oh, I don't or on jokes. Instagram Strictly political observations. It's astute political observations game. I'm at LevDog, L-E-V-D-A-W-G. And of course, check out our other podcasts, Serious Issues, The Mitchin and Greenlight Boys. We're everywhere. Like, try getting away from us. (laughs) Good luck. You can't. Thanks so much for listening and enjoy your morning. Enjoy your manana. Oh, fuck. Hey! Bam, 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 bam. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.